We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Joe Connolly. I heard a speaker at MIT a few years ago who I enjoyed so much, I wanted to introduce you to him as well. Bill Aulette. As a native New Yorker, he's the director of the Martin Trust Center for Entrepreneurship at MIT. And producer Neil A. Caruso will join us in this discussion, too. And, you know, we'll just begin by going to where Bill is right now. The parking lot he usually parks in is filled. So as you can see, he's in his vehicle. And we thought about doing this at a different time or another day. But, Bill, you said we're entrepreneurs. We get it done. And there you are. We will not be defeated, Joe. We will not be defeated. (laughs) When I heard you speak, I want everyone to know, I heard Bill say something I've never forgotten. It is paraphrasing that an entrepreneur needs the skill set of a Navy SEAL and the mindset of a pirate. Yes. So is that still the case, more so than ever, less so what, Bill? Absolutely, and, and, I, and I can add to that now, Joe. So first of all, it's, it's a pleasure to be back on. I grew up listening to 880 WCBS in New York, and uh, I have very fond memories of it. Um, so let me just say, and absolutely more than ever, what COVID has shown us is that entrepreneurship is more important than it's ever been before because a lot of what we've been taught in business and management is how to manage existing systems. Um, How do you uh, take an existing system and make it more productive? That is optimize it. How do you take an existing system and make it more predictable? How do you make the results more consistent? And all that has nothing to do with what's going on in the world as we change more and more frequently. Those people who had optimized their supply chains, who had done just-in-time manufacturing, had financial leverage, when they got hit by COVID, they didn't know what to do and they basically went out of business. But it was the entrepreneurs who had the spirit of a pirate and the execution skills of a Navy SEAL who seized the new opportunities. So is it still relevant? More than ever, Joe. Right. and. Even though business owners have gone through terrible, uh, stressful times, in the way that you just described it, as stressful as this was, they were still doing what they basically did in normal times. Well, we, 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 once, once COVID hit, 
we said entrepreneurs don't survive crisis they live for crisis <laughs> and you know we live for change change is what entrepreneurs live for right if everything's just the same then entrepreneurs are not a, you know they're always important but entrepreneurs are about change and the fact is is that the world's going to keep going faster and faster you know remember like five years ago joe when we said things can't get any crazier than they are have they gotten crazier yeah <laughs> and they will continue to we're not i hate i don't want to be, get dark here but if anybody thinks this is the last pandemic uh, that's going to happen they're crazy if they think this is the last you know climate change uh event that's happened they're crazy um, if they think that technology is going to slow down, they're crazy. There's going to be more people. There's going to be more change. And it's going to be the entrepreneurs who are the ones who are basically going to solve those problems with that mindset that we live for the change. This, you know, change doesn't scare us. This is our time. Neil, good to see you. Good to see you too, Bill. You're looking Joe, younger. You probably have a follow-up. <laughs> I just want to ask, what is the biggest change, though, that you think uh, business owners should be thinking about making in the next six to 12 months? So so when we talked last time, Joe, it was about the mindset, you know, the mindset of an entrepreneur. We will not be defeated, just like we're doing this car, like the parking lot's filled up. Hey, that's not going to stop us. We're going to we're going to continue. So it's the mindset, but then it's the skill set. But I think the third part that's really important of entrepreneurship that I want to emphasize now is that it's a way of operating. You know, again, business people were told command, control, you know, defeat, whatever it is that you're going to do, always control the resources you have. Yet, you know, entrepreneurship is the pursuit of opportunities with resources beyond your control. And so what we've seen is that in these times of challenge since the last time we spoke, being able to have communities that you can get resources from to help you to uh, realize opportunities is a fundamental third dimension of entrepreneurship. It's not just the mindset. It's not just the skill set, but it's this distributed way of operating where if I, you know, I need help to get something done in New York, I call up Neil and Neil says, Neil, will you help me? And he says, sure, Bill, because you've helped me before and we're all part of a community that once he helps me, you know, then I can move very, very rapidly to realize new opportunities. But I don't have to own Neil. Neil doesn't have to work for me and I don't I don't have to work for him either. It's this it's this community based way of operating, which is that's a great my- example, even in this tech age uh- Neil and I will help you because you helped us by not canceling this interview and, and, and getting it done. Perfect example. Personal relationships, Bill. Exactly. Community. There's a, by the way, bring this back to simple terms, Joe. Uh, I don't know if you have kids, but the Jungle Book captures this. It says the strength of the pack is in the wolf. Each of us has to be strong for the for the community to be strong, the wolf pack to be strong. But the strength of the of the wolf is in the pack. While we can all be strong as individuals, we're much stronger when we form that community and work together. So if you need something in Boston, I can help you. If you want something in technology, I can help you. If I want something in New York or something in you know, entertainment or news, you can help me. But we don't have to work for each other. And let me just also say, Joe, 
community doesn't mean commune. That doesn't just mean everyone does it. You have to earn it. Like, you know, if I call you up and I've been a taker the whole time, you shouldn't just, you know, help me. You know, I have to have done something where you will pick up the phone and say, Bill, how are you? What can I do to help you? And, and vice versa. And that's what forms a community. Everyone has to contribute. That's why the strength of the pack is in the wolf. Each wolf needs to be strong, but the strength of the wolf is in a pack, a good community. Neil, I'm pleased to introduce you to Bill Arlette. Do you take the rest of this interview and uh, talk to Bill What's Arlette? What's that mean, Joe? You're not retiring, are you? <laughs> no. He's not even close. But We started <laughs> late, so we have another one coming up. Go ahead, Neil. <laughs> and, Bill, sometime we'll meet over coffee and chat more. And, um, you know, let me let me ask you, because when you talk about the can-do spirit of entrepreneurs and, and collaboration, which is, you know, I see among a lot of 20-year-olds who have started businesses. I do yeah. wonder if those that are in your classes uh, come to you and say, I'm going to start a business at a college. Whether or not they have a great idea to solve a problem, but because they don't want to go the traditional route of uh, applying to jobs and, and going that way. Yeah. Are people coming yeah. to you saying, I'm starting a business at a college? Yes, that happens more and more often. And, and I, guess, mm. I think that's good news. And there's also, uh, there's some warning signs with that. Because, um, you know, when I became an entrepreneur, I was, um, I w I'd worked at IBM for, for uh, 11 years. And I learned some very important skills there. And, um, and, and when you go into a startup, you're thrown into the game. And it's good to have some training before you're thrown into the game. Things like... Um, uh, how to manage people, how to hire people, how to how to do performance appraisals, you know, how, you know how to design organizations. Those things, there's not a big budget in startups to do that. So I love the spirit, and I think that um, there's there's this hybrid version, Neil. That if you you can be an entrepreneur in a big organization, like right now, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm IT, and the world needs more of those people too. Like you're at CBS. You, you, the CBS will be better off if you're an entrepreneur. And so I think that there's this, it's not as clear right now that if you want to be an entrepreneur, you go into a startup or vice versa. And I have another yeah. one, by the way, story in that regard to yours is a lot of them want to do it, but they don't have the right team. They don't kind of have the right, you know, uh, idea yet. And they're waiting for that time. So they go and they get a job and then they figure it out. I have a son that actually lives in Brooklyn and they started this company called Ergata and you should have him on this. Uh, they, he worked at a company called uh, Cornerstone Research and then Media Math. And then when he, he decided he wanted to start a new company, he had two people that he had worked with. So he had his team and then they formulated, looked at many different ideas and then they ended up on this uh, idea of a connected rowing system. And they've gone in New York City, and, and it's not just in New York City, they're based in Brooklyn, but they've gone from zero to $45 million basically in one year. And he could not have done that unless he had gotten some reps in before he, he, he did that startup. Yeah, it makes sense. Briefly, um, uh, before we have to wrap up, let me ask you to follow up. Um, do you then recommend to people that come to you and say, I'm gonna start a business, should they do that simultaneously while they're getting experience uh, in a professional, uh, you know, established uh, company? Or uh, what, what is your advice to those to those people? So 
So the first thing I say, when you're at, when you're in a uh, university, you should try to start a company. <laughs> It'll never be easier. It'll never be more penalty free. And the first time you're going to fail, it's like your first pancake, you know, your first pancake is never good. So try it while you're in school, try it with some other people, see if you can find your entrepreneurial soulmate. And then maybe you find out you're ready to start it coming out of school. But even if you don't, the, 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 the virus is now in the body and they will try to start new companies. They'll be constantly talking to people. It's like when we grew up, we were always talking about sports all the time. Young people today are talking about, hey, I got this idea for a new company. They still talk about sports, except in New York, because you don't have any good sports teams, do you? <laughs> well, there's hope for my message. Sorry, Joe, that That's hurt. all I that can hurt. say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the Mets but, station. <laughs> oh, I love the Mets. I love the Mets. Uh, and but, uh, this year's our year. What is a book of yours that you would recommend people might like to uh, read now that they have met you here today? Well, the, um, I, it's funny you ask that because I'm about to go to Greece. And uh, I, I wrote this book called Disciplined Entrepreneurship. And there's a uh, book associated with that, the Disciplined Entrepreneurship Workbook which is now in like 23 different languages. And if you ever told me that, that, you know, uh, a, a, a guy who can't jump very high playing basketball at West 4th Street would someday write a book that would be used around the world to help <laughs> millions of people become entrepreneurs, I never would have believed it. So my recommendation is if you're buying, uh, if you're buying three books this uh, summer to read, uh, they all three should be disciplined entrepreneurship, Joe. But there's also one the title catches me: "24 Steps to Starting Your Business." <laughs> that is that is disciplined entrepreneurship. 24 steps to, to creating a successful startup. Oh, okay, that's great, Bill. Thank you so much. Just brilliant. Thank you for uh, doing this from the car and making it work. Thanks, no, we Bill. will not be defeated, Joe. Will not be defeated, Neil. It's great to talk to New Yorkers too. It's coming back, baby. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> bye bye. Love it. Bill Olet from MIT. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.